Well, here we are into a new month. Easter is just around the corner. It'll be Christmas before we know it. But the long weekend is a great chance to have a bit of a getaway. And with the cost of living pressures biting as hard as they are, one way to have a great break with the family is to go camping. And whether you're in a tent or a caravan or have gaffer tape holding your hiking boots together, it is a great way to bring the tribe together and enjoy some time, family time, and out and about in nature as well. Get the kids off their screens. The problem is, if you've got this idea, it means that a lot of other people probably do as well. And there is a lot to think about. So is camping worth the effort? Do you need to book ahead? Are there camping spots that have vacancies still? Because some of them will already be booked out. And what if you're into a bit more luxury and you prefer glamping? What are your options there? Well, Heatley Gilmore is from Camps Australia Wide. He knows all there is to know about camping, caravanning and camper vanning leading up to Easter, the long weekend and the school holidays. If you've got a question, he's happy to take your calls about your next adventure. 131 873. Heatley, thanks for joining us on Afternoons. Uh, you're welcome, Deb. No worries at all. Are you going camping this Easter? Actually, I'm not. But I'm actually camping right now. Uh, we're actually in the... Uh, we've just come down out of the Victorian Alps. So we've been up there for the last, roughly, roughly the last two weeks. So you may remember where we're actually based up at Rainbow Beach in Queensland. So we've been on the road for the last two and a half weeks and uh, we've been researching and validating campsites literally from um, uh, well, from the Barrington Tops right down here through into the, into the Victorian Alps. So oh, wow. We've had a pretty wonderful uh, few days. We've been visiting uh, many, many campsites, validating, checking them, making sure all the details we have on file are correct and accurate, and uh, in most cases are, which is great. Plus, we also get the lovely opportunity to be able to camp in some really wonderful and and amazing places. So uh, I don't know how many waterholes and beautiful creeks I've swum in in the last fortnight. They've just been absolutely amazing. Well, it's a beautiful time of year to be doing it, and it's good going into Easter. I reckon the water temperature, if you're camping near the coast is at its peak it's fantastic pretty crowded though around the easter holiday which is is. is a downside for a lot of people well look i think i think the key is yes if you're going if if you want a coastal uh, camping experience over easter you probably needed the book you know six 12 months ago however with that said um there's no harm in checking for you know in case there's been some you know last minute um cancellations and all those things and of course I would encourage people to get get away from the coast. There's some wonderful campsites and, and camping areas. A lot of them are free, um, cost you absolutely nothing. Uh, you don't need to pre-book. So, yeah, there's a bit of a risk when you get there. They're busy. However, in most of these places, there's plenty of room and plenty of space. Um, we've got, I think on our, just now Camps Australia-wide app now, we've got over 14,500 sites where people can camp and travel and, and, and visit. And some of those are paid. A lot of them are free. Um, and of course, there's you know there's also private camping options as well. We've got many many private camping options as well, and that's another option for people they can take advantage of. Look, popular areas are always going to be busy at Easter. It's just the way it is. So I'd encourage people to maybe just get get away from what they may normally like to do, and just go you know go west or you know just get away from you know, drive another hour or just get a little bit further away and go visit some areas they've never been to. Because I think that's what creates a you know a far more interesting experience and really really makes it memorable as well. And what if you're new to camping? If you don't have all the the gear or the setup like yourself, mm. you do it on a regular basis. It can be sometimes daunting. Yeah. You just think, well, you know, you, you, you don't just need a tent. You need more. And some of the sure. setups that you see with people with with tents, with solar panels and coffee machines that's and right. and everything yeah. that opens and shuts. It's it's quite phenomenal what you can get from a camping point of view. That's true. But then you also see people who are 
hiking with a, a little two-man tent, a flat mat and a water bottle and a little gas burner, and that's about all they've got. So what we've been really excited about, in our, in our especially in, our last, in this last trip, is the number of people um, who I would classify, I mean, they're driving these really fancy cars and they're camping with tents. And, uh, and there's been this real resurgence in that space where people are actually you know, buying a tent and they're going camping. And, yeah, look, they're not doing it that tough. They've bought a few extras and, and, and put a few extra items in there to make it a little bit more comfortable for themselves. But the reality is we're seeing a lot more people doing that. Obviously, there's been a huge growth in uh, camper, camper trailer sales and caravan sales and motorhome sales over the last you know, over the last two years. Well, yeah, we can't so travel we're... overseas, so everyone was doing it in their own backyard. That's the... That's exactly right. And I mean, it's, it's just a, you know, it is a wonderful thing to be able to do. And, but what I would say is you don't need to spend an arm and a leg to do it. Um, there's no reason. We see plenty of people camping um, outside their little Toyota Corolla. Uh, there's absolutely nothing stopping people getting away and experiencing because most areas are accessible. Many, many areas are accessible by two-wheel drive. Uh, I can say that most of the campsites we visited, certainly in the last four or five days, are all off sealed roads. They're all accessible by a two-wheel drive vehicle and people would have absolutely no hassle getting into them. So, of course, you can go more extreme if you wish and, and obviously they're a little bit more remote and therefore a little bit less accessible. But I would say that for the vast majority of people, there are many, many, many different camping options out there, more than they probably realise within two hours' drive of where they live. So I know where I live, probably within 100 kilometres where I live, there would be over 200 different individual campsites. Wow. And that's... And, yeah. but, that's in Queensland, no, but they'd no, replicate that around New South Wales and, and beyond. That's exactly right. So we're actually in um, Talangata in Victoria, just at the smoke. We've come up from Mitamita. And um, I can tell you, right, around this area, there are, there, are, there are just many, many, many campsites and such a beautiful area too. So um, we, we tend to promote, op, you know, we're, we're all about inclusiveness. We, we like people to experience the type of camping they want to experience. So they love a caravan park and need power and water. By all means, go and do that. But if you're looking for a little, something a little bit more remote or a little bit, you can still be comfortable but not necessarily have all the, um, you know, all the conveniences, then there's many, many, uh, so many options out there for people. So, and you can go camping, you know, pick up a tent, you know, grab a sleeping bag and a mat and an esky and you're off. You know, you don't need all the, um, all the extras. And also I should say that the, the, the content and the information that we give people through, you know, our camping app, for example... Highlights where there's toilets available, showers, uh, fire pits. You know, it gives them all that information. So it gives them clear directions so they know exactly where the campsite is. And in many, many cases, there'll be reviews and lots of photos of those individual sites as well. So it gives them a lot of information before they even get away to be able to make that decision. And we're speaking with Heatley Gilmore from Camps Australia Wide, speaking about camping, particularly as we head closer to Easter. A lot of people will be thinking about that, the best campsites. What are the key mistakes that you see, Heatley, for people who perhaps are amateurs or not so much amateurs, the things that they forget all the time? That's a really good question, Deb. You really put me on the spot with that one. Um, Look, probably if they're going a little bit more remote, often you'll, I'd say that they probably don't take enough water with them because they'd be surprised how much, you know, how, much how much fluid they do get through. Um, and of course, you know, there's this. And I, the other thing I'd say is make sure, especially depends on where you're heading, but always bring uh, some more weather gear because quite simply, you just never quite know what the weather's going to do and where you're going. And the other thing to do is ensure that people, your friends and family, know where you're going. Make sure because a lot of places. Um, in, in areas where we're camping, like we actually haven't had internet connection, oh, sorry, mobile connection for close to 24 hours until we just got here recently. 
And so we've been out of contact for 24 hours. So if anyone's trying to contact us, and we haven't been able to tell anyone where we are, so it's really, really important that people let people know where they're going. So yeah. I don't, I don't see any massive failures, but they're probably important. You know, they're three probably important things that I'd like, you know, I'd like people to remember before they get away. Yeah, we once went camping with a mattress that was too a blow up mattress that was oh, yeah. way too big for the tent. So that was a bit of a right. fail straight away. Yeah, no, it would have been at least well as long as it stayed up. Well, often, yeah, mattresses have a habit of they not do staying up. Yeah, and yeah. it was cold as well because it was one of those mattresses that is not meant for it's meant for indoors. And so we yes. took the right. That was a fail. That was a fail. Yeah, yeah. So I've, that's happened to me too. Don't you worry. <laughs> not, not, not too big an air mattress, but a cold air mattress with cold ground. Oh, nothing yeah, worth. Nothing worth. Now, what what about yeah. glamping? Because a lot of people like to sort of have a little bit more luxury, and there's plenty of options for that too, isn't there? There are, yeah. And we and once again, we'd list a large variety of those sites uh, certainly within the app. But also, I'd say that if that's what you like to do, you'd want to get in and book early because, quite simply, you know, they're, they're effective. I mean, glamping is a different experience, but at the end of the day, it's being supplied for you. And depending on the level of glamping, often they're supplying tents, they're supplying. Um, you know, all your air mattresses, all your linen, your towels. And well, they've often got bathrooms built into them, the bathrooms. whole shebang. That's right. They're, they're, like we're talking serious glamping now. So with those options, there's so many options out there. And once again, I'd encourage you, if you, if you even think about that as an option, get in and book it right now because, I, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to disappear really quickly. And for the free sites, which you, you talk about, because there are plenty of options to, to yeah. camp for free in, yeah. in State Forest yeah. too, but yeah. how does that work? Do you need to register it? I mean, the rangers it will depends. come around and, and make sure that you're not camping in areas yeah. you're not meant to be, but how That's do you true. ensure that you've got a spot to go to? Deb, it really depends on, one, what state you're in, because uh, every state has different laws in relation to, the, the, in relation to free and budget camping. Um, we just come out of New South Wales. We did a heap of camping in New South Wales as well on this trip, and you had to book all your national park sites before you got to them, so you had to know where you're going. And I think the most we paid was six dollars a night for the two of us. Wow. Um, whereas we're now down in Victoria, and all the national parks up in the Alpine region, uh, their their national parks there's, there's dedicated camp areas. They supply toilets, barbecues, um, often picnic tables. And they're free. They cost absolutely nothing. You don't have to register anywhere. You don't have to do anything at all. Now, even but with that said, even in Victoria, in some regions, you absolutely still need to do that. So in most cases, it's just a matter of doing a little bit of research. Once again, we can give people all that confidence and information through the range of products that we sell. But also, in addition to that, um, it's just a matter of checking for which local authority you're heading into and where you're going. And they will give you all that information that you need. In some places, if you head up into, the, say, Kosciuszko, uh, you actually you are meant to have a access pass for for Kosciuszko yes. as well. Yeah. So it just it just depends on your region as to what the rules and regulations are, and they change. They change can change between regions, and they can change between states. Yeah. And, so make sure you check that um, out before you go. And and the website that you've got campsaustraliawide.com. dot com. Dot com. Or you can just off, search yeah. camps Australia wide in your app just store, camps. and you've got that free camping app. Absolutely, yeah. Look, it is. It's look. We charge nine ninety nine a year for our app. And oh, okay. And our our view is that's you know that's that's nothing. It's money well uh, for spent. The content, absolutely. For yeah. the information, the knowledge that we give, and we verify everything, so people have great confidence in the content. Well, you're doing it now. You're verifying it as you speak. Enjoy the camping, Heatley. Thank you so much for joining us. Lovely. Thanks very much. Okay. He- Heatley Gilmore, who is camping as we speak, speaking about camping and pitching a tent here on afternoons with Deborah Knight. It's five to two.